Hi everyone, welcome back to Off The Gym Floor Podcast with me, Mark Kelly, and my colleague, Matt Ruxo. This week we're going to be talking about chair-based exercise for people who maybe have injuries, disabilities, uh, or can't sustain exercise on their feet. So it'll be a good podcast. We also get to uh, hear from Matty about his rugby team, who actually won at the weekend. Always a pleasant change, so I hope you enjoy. It's another Thursday. Matty, how you doing? I'm well, Mark. How are you? Good, good. We were just talking off air. What was that thing you mentioned you brought in? The little, the word I'd never heard before? Epi... Epididymis. Epididymis, that's yeah. it. Man with male organ doesn't even know what an epididymis is. Yeah, um, I, I, it was new to me. What is an epididymis? <laughs> What's an epididymis? Yeah. Ah, oh, it's just a male reproductive uh, organ, yeah. I guess I could say. Male reproductive... Part, of, part of an organ. Yeah. I'll it's tell a people, let them know, educate people. Oh, that's what you, that's what uh, you know, YouTube and Google's for, you know. <laughs> Use that you, type of stuff. Do you blush when we talk about penises? No, no. no I mean, I don't know why. We're t- I don't even know why we're talking about this, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. He, I didn't even realize he didn't know what an epididymis. You, you brought epididymis into my world, so now we're talking about it. So. Mate, you should know this thing. Yeah, you think so, hey? Right? I think you know the human body. I wasn't born. You work on the human body, brother. Yeah, not that part, me. That's that part? not my job. <laughs> you, work, you work on that part more than anyone else I know. I think. Uh, absolutely not. Absolutely. That's, not. that's the only training. <laughs> only training you do. <laughs> Have you heard Tenacious D's training for that? Remember Tenacious D's first first album? No. Their variation of push-ups. Oh yeah. You only need one. The cock push-ups. There you go. <laughs> he didn't want to say it. I didn't. All right. But you did. Okay. So, how was your weekend? And how have Caloundra been going? I'm quite interested to know. Uh, we played Caboolture on the weekend. Um, I think the Reggies played Maroochydore, got pumped. Um, but we won 32 nil. So, 32 nil against Caboolture? Yeah, easy. Got winning this weekend. Oh, jeez. They've, they've actually put points on... They smashed Maroochydore and they put points on uh, Noosa. Mm. So, it interesting. So, we're going there uh, out to the, what is it, the Winnem Bugs, whatever the hell they call themselves these days. So, heading out there and uh, should be good this weekend. So I'll be interested. What about you, mate? Anything special going on in your life? No. Nothing? No, just business as usual. Business no. as usual. Keeping in touch with the fam back in Scotland. I am indeed, I am indeed, uh, to embarrassing it. Embarrassingly, asked them for information I should know, but don't. Um, was it about an epididymis? Uh, they know about not. that either. Hey, mum, what's this epididymis thing that you never told me about? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? No, I, I, obviously, like just getting all my visa and stuff sorted. It's like date of birth. I was like, oh crap! I should really know my parents' date of birth. Oh, your parents' date of birth? <laughs> yeah, I don't know where they're born. They were born either, like like actual counties and towns. I was like, ah, oh, yeah, terrible. Um, yeah, no, that's not good. I mean, that just goes to show what type of a son you are. Uh, really? I'm Missing birthdays and stuff like that. But there you go. No wonder they kicked you out and sent you to another country. It's okay. I've, I've got it in writing now. I'll put it down in the calendar. Yeah, I'll, I'll beautiful. Get a notification two weeks out. Should give me time to, to mail something to them. No, it sounds good, mate. So you've been busy coming up with topics and stuff. <laughs> no, uh, I didn't. Talking, um, talk, well, talking to people about topics. No, I like to talk to people. So uh, uh, this week's topic is from Stephen Webb. So Stephen was asking... Good exercise, good seated exercise. So this is for people who. So why did he ask about seated exercises? 
So he was, he was talking um, a little bit about his mum and, and how you know that, that older generation not being able to maybe maintain balance on the feet or maybe not strong enough to, to, to go on the feet. So then I was like, that's a great topic because again, there's, there's going to be people out there with lower limb injuries, people out there who maybe are unstable on their feet for one reason, uh, one reason or another. It might be an injury or condition. Um, uh, yeah, so it, it's, it's a great one. I certainly know I've been through some lower limb injuries uh, in the past and certainly in recent years as well. Um, so again, I've only got the top half that I can kind of work with. I certainly, yeah, so certainly kind of, do that. So what we're kind of looking at here is more so if the lower limb, both legs are pretty much taken out of the picture. Yeah. Okay. Like, um, and we can't really use them for a while or if we're kind of like a little... Well, we're looking at more of that elderly population and more kind of like that maybe disabled population yeah. where it's only looking at kind of like upper body um, exercises and how yeah. to kind of remain, keep our strength through our upper body, but also keep our um, more of a cardiovascular uh, cardiovascular options. Because yeah, because so, I think that's probably the thing that most people will struggle with. I mean, we'll, we'll touch on the resistance training options, um, but I think... You know, those will be quite self-explanatory. But I think when it comes to those cardiovascular options, you know, you think rower, you need your legs. Bicycle, Running. you need your legs. Running, you need your legs. Uh, a lot of cardiovascular things. And most of the machines that they have built as well, yeah, it's all kind of like yeah. leg-based. Oh, absolutely. So again, we need to we need to have those options. If we can't use our legs, how do we keep our, our cardio up? So that there are some good options there. So let's let's touch on the resistance training first. You know, that's a, that's a, a little bit simpler, and we can just run through some of the some good things that we can uh, uh, do okay. in order to maintain that while we're in a seated position, or you know, we've got that well, weight off our legs. Okay. So if we so if we go run through more of like a movement pattern basis. Okay. Okay. Let's maybe do it from, do it from that, and maybe exercises surrounding that. Is that how you want to do it? We can we do, do that, that as well. So we got horizontal. We got horizontal push. Yep. And um, vertical push. Yes. Okay. So they're the first two. Let's have a look at them. All so right. from a seated point of view, if I'm still looking at horizontal push exercises, what am I looking at here? Okay. So first of all, we need the right equipment um, to do that. So again, in the, if it if it's gym based, we've got like the, the cable machine, which is perfect. So whether you um, can walk but can't stand for long periods of time you know yeah. whether you're like on crutches or or you know just have a poor balance or whether you're in, the, in a wheelchair you can park a bench up in front of a cable machine and you can get a variety of push uh, exercises in there so whether it's uh, again a seated chest press um, or it can be a seated incline or decline chest press you've got that variation you I think it. for chest press like horizontal push exercises you're still going to you, that's probably not going to limit you too much. No, I hey, think you're going to from be... like a pushing point of view, because you can still kind of do a bench press, you know, yeah. type thing or variations of a bench press, you know, floor dumbbell press. You still got that bench supporting you. You're not really going to be putting too much pressure on those legs. 100%. The only difficulty, depending on the individuals, maybe like loading and unloading the bar. That, that might be the only difficulty. Yeah. Um, and then carrying the dumbbells as well. So the the, the options are there. And it'll depend again you know, on what your lower limb injury is like. If you're, you know, walking on crutches, loading up a, a barbell ain't gonna be that much fun. Yeah, so. exactly. So we can still, yeah, we can still load up through a push. It's probably where it comes to more, um, maybe some horizontal, uh, sorry, vertical pushing exercises, like shoulder presses and stuff, where yeah. we're kind of like standing up and we need that good base of support through our feet, mm -hmm. where it starts to get a little bit tricky. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I typically, can we do, kne no, kneeling's gone as well. 
Yeah, we're, we're going to stay away. Stay away from kneeling. Kneeling is too Waist easy. up. Waist up. Waist up. Waist up. Okay. So, let's say we're working kind of like shoulder exercises there. Uh, I really like a Z press. Yeah, absolutely. As well. Mm-hmm. How though, however, that probably uses some maintain of lower body, but it also works a lot of the core as mm. well. So you're kind of getting a little bit of a bang for your buck there. So just if you don't know what a Z press is, it's essentially just lying with your feet out nice and straight, chest up nice and tall, and that L type position. And when okay. Matty says lying, he means sitting. Sitting, yeah. yes, is obviously what I meant, feet <laughs> out. Um, and we're just kind of like got a dumbbells or we got a... Uh, Barbell. We've got a barbell and we're just pushing up over our head, okay? And that requires a lot of core stability as well, okay? And it just takes out that lower limb. Yeah, absolutely. So I, know, I certainly know from um, my foot and my, my knee operation, um, that, that's something I could do. I could, you know, lower some barbells or put dumbbells or small barbells onto the floor. And that was uh, definitely an option for me. And you, you're right, it's a great one to activate that core as well. Again, you can go back to the cable machine, putting the cables low. You can roll your roll a wheelchair in there. You can roll a bench in there. Yeah. Um, you can get a good press in there. And the simplest one, which we haven't even touched on, is just shoulder press on the pin loaded. Yeah. So I mean, I I, I do I do that as it is anyway. So you just kind oh, of yeah. take a seat on a bench or a box or something, set the pins up to roughly about shoulder height. So that's going to take a lot of the stability. Ah, uh, sorry the. Um, yeah, stability component out of it when we're kind of in that bottom position and setting up so we're not too shaky yep. and then you can just push straight up over your head as well in like a seated position so that's a good alternative to use kind of like pin loaded variations so you've got the pin set up and you're pushing off the pin so it's really concentric only and you're not really I mean you can do eccentric portions but it kind of takes you're kind of un- unracking and deloading each time. Ah, so when you mean pin-loaded, you mean pin-loaded off a power rack or something. I was talking about the pin-loaded machines. So your, your weight-plated machines? Oh, uh, no, well, I was talking about like off the rack, ah, like pushing off the rack. That also works too. Yeah, so kind of like as you set it up kind of where you want to do, you're taking a seat on something, upper body only, still obviously cores engaged. Works good. Shoot up straight over your head. All right, and then you come back down and it unloads every time so you can kind of reset so you don't kind of have that, um, you know, added uh, weight in your way trying to like reset and go again because if you can't use your feet, you do use a lot of stability. Yeah, exactly. So no, that, that's, a, that's a great one, taking those safety arms, bring them up to shoulder height where you, you, you want your starting position to be and then you can just raise up straight from there. I think that's perfect. I think it's, it's probably better than using the, the normal J-hooks anyway in a squat rack, I would say. Yeah, absolutely, where you've got the pins there. Yeah. Uh, or not the pins, but the, the yeah. rack, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, also, like isometrics, that's always a good one. Oh, that you can yeah. do a lot of as well, from like a strength point of view, because you're probably not going to be able to do some exercises that you might have been doing before. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can incorporate some type of isometrics in there, just kind of maybe even putting the rack there and getting under the rack and just pushing something in a bar into it as super hard as you can um same thing with your shoulders so there's probably like some variations just anything that you where you can get yourself on the floor i think on your back in that supine position Mm -hmm. or in a seated position is going to be really good for your um overhead or sorry your horizontal push or your vertical push as well Another piece of kit that is really good. So say we have difficulty moving weights, so we have difficulty maybe loading the bar or maybe getting dumbbells from the rack into the floor. Uh, oh yeah, I'm not really thinking. I'm, think, I'm kind of thinking if someone's helping you. 
yeah. a lot of the oh, times. But no, yeah, but this that, is more so if you're around by yourself. But that's, that's options because there'll be people listening who maybe do have clients or they maybe have a trading partner or a mum or a dad and then this is still options for them and, and how they can get the moving. Yeah, because it's going to be tough to get the 25 kilo plate. Yeah, onto on the, the bar when you're hobbling along with a cast on or something. Yeah. yeah. No, I gotcha. But um, yeah, another one is resistance bands. Like The great thing about resistance bands is to get them set up and put them in place, you don't have to carry, you know, like you said, that 25 kilo plate. The band itself is you know less than a kilogram. You can tie it on. You can loop it round underneath the chair that you're on to. You can anchor it down to the to um, you know you get these ones. I I had a client the other day who who bought that uh, band set for when he's travelling with work, so he can anchor them onto the door. So you can actually slide these door anchors under a door, and you can anchor your band on. So you can you can do all your exercises off of a door, and that anchor can go at different points in the door. It's yeah, hundred percent. And if you have been like you know. If you have injured your lower limb and stuff like that, and you're kind of in that waiting period to kind of re restart again, and you probably are going to lose a bit of strength because you can't do some of the exercises that you used to do. Yeah. Okay. It's probably like a good time to maybe be working a lot more on our stability options as well. Mm-hmm. And bands are such a useful way to do uh, build stability. I mean, I remember when I was working at Snap uh, when I first started doing this, and I started implementing um a lot of banded exercises. I thought probably went a little bit nuts, but I was using a lot of bands. But I was like the only guy in the gym who was using banded exercises. Everyone was always looking at me like, who's this bloody fancy dude walking around with like resistance bands and stuff. And I'm like, there's just so many good options that you can use um, with bands. It just makes it easier. And you don't have to, you know, they're not heavy, they're not hard to set up. You can just wrap them around something or... And they're relatively inexpensive as well. So, like, so, like, um, so, so my client, I was just saying, saying there, who's, who, who travels a lot with work, you know, he can now take this tiny little bag in his suitcase at the back of the car, yeah. wherever he's going, and he has a full gym system there in his yeah. hotel room. Um, What's that ad? You got a door, you got a gym. That's it. You got a door, you got a gym. There you go. <laughs> Hang all those bands and stuff on your door. Piece of cake. Oh, so, yeah, beautiful. Um, and what else are we talking about? That's kind of like pushing options. What about pulling options as well? Yeah, so the pulling ones are more difficult. You have a look at like, kind of you, you, even if you go into like your machine exercises, you have a look at your rows, it normally incorporates you putting your feet up onto stirrups uh, or foot uh, pedals to, in order to stabilize yourself. So that's where that difficulty comes in. Um, you do get some good machines where you've got uh, chest support. Which is which is great because then you can again like a bench press, your chest is supported, your upper body is supported, so again you can you can row pretty hard. Um, you also have the the joy of the lap pull down. So again, the good thing is you you, you put your slide your legs under the, the pad, and again you can perform that lap pull down exercise. Again. Yeah, and anything in like a set, anything in just a seated position where you're using you know cables, dumbbells, any type of row. Um, type variation or chest supported type variation as you were saying before yeah. is going to be fine for that um, I'm just trying to think for like a you can also if you're feeling really strong and maybe you got someone with you mm-hmm. you can maybe hook up like the Smith machine to a certain level and go into like a seated uh, variation under that and maybe start yeah. doing chin ups from there oh 100% chin ups off, off of the seat so yeah. you got no weight and you just do a touch down each time so it's just yeah. like you know you set that get that set up to where you want it and then just pull from there the other thing to keep in mind when we're doing especially like sort of uh, like a horizontal pull so again because we maybe aren't able to put pressure on our feet to support ourselves if you are able to then then great if you aren't 
then that's obviously going to affect the weight that you can maybe shift. So especially yeah. we, we we have a look at like a rugby player or something like that. Some someone from a from a strength based sport it's got a, got an injury on the field, cannot place uh, you know weight through that leg to support himself. So we can't shift the amount of weight they're used to, but you know, obviously a big strong guy. Then what we can start to look at is similar to your isometrics is changing the tempo. So if we pull too hard, it's gonna push us, pull us forward. And again, we don't have that leg to support us. So changing the tempo means we can use a lighter weight and we can still build up some good strength and some good muscular yeah, endurance and if, by slowly. Well, if you've got access to a good bench pull machine oh, as well at your gym, then you're just lying prone on that mm-hmm. at the top and you literally just got a big heavy weight under that and it's just that's very old chest supported as well so you don't need to use your feet at all um for that as well so i mean the two big exercises i'd be looking for if i wanted to maintain upper body strength um i'd be looking at a bench pull and i'd be looking at some type of chin up variation yeah or lat pull down as well agreed single arm options just do the same thing and that way you're getting that horizontal in there and you're also getting that vertical. But you always want to be working on stability as well. And same, coming back to that, resistance bands again. I use them all the time. Band pull-aparts. Any type of row with a little rotation or something like that. Yeah. Heaps of little options you can use for that. Yeah, and speaking of rotation, you were talking about, um, you mentioned when we were discussing the topic for today, you were talking about rotation or anti-rotation uh, in a seated position. Those yeah. Kind of exercises. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like, you kind of, if we're doing anti extension anti um uh anti extension from like a prone or supine position mm-hmm. okay with or gonna need some use of the legs typically um in there so then also if we're looking at our lateral flexion type stuff yeah. okay that's gonna be a little bit tougher to do from like flexion extended because we actually our arms go lower than the um and we can't use our legs to get into some type of seated uh Variation. So yeah. I'm thinking of core exercises we can use. So I'm thinking anti-rotation type stuff. Absolutely. So simple, simple exercises, just like a pal-off press. Yeah. I mean seated um, pal-off press. Out we front, can use overhead. Okay. As well, you could even be sitting on a wall and you're doing some type of like um, what oh, call like the tornado one. ball or yeah. something like that, where you're kind of going back and forth. So if you haven't seen a tornado ball before, it's basically a, a medicine ball on a rope. And it's uh, it's crazy fun. So you hold this rope, like Matt is saying, and you, you smack it against the wall to your left and swing it straight around and smack it against the wall to the right. And you just keep that going. It's bang, 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 bang. Please, before you do this, make sure it's not a plasterboard wall. We want breeze block breeze block walls before we start doing this or else you are going to destroy your gym um but that is a good bit of fun and actually quite a good bit of cardio as well the, the, the heart rate pings up when you do that yeah 100 percent. i mean well that could move into our next thing couldn't it well it does it's more kind of like your cardiovascular options for that yeah, seamlessly it's almost it's, like we planned this it's beautiful oh there you go i love it when a plan comes to work when a plan comes to work, good. Well done there. Well done. When a plan comes to work, Mike, that just shows how close to the eighteen right. we really are. Yeah, I know. Look, we is that is that even when a plan comes to work? That's not. That's not. No, it says I love it when a plan comes together. Plan comes together. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I was up early this morning. I'll be honest. All right. <laughs> so what are we looking at? Cardiovascular options. Right. So what do we mean when we talk about cardiovascular so options? So we're looking for something that is challenging the heart and the lungs in that long. Um, long duration sort of exercise. So being able to maintain or provide energy over a sustained period of time at a lower intensity. Whereas weight training is at higher intensity, short period of time, high resistance. This is going to be low resistance, low output, 
longer duration. Yeah. Okay, so more that aerobic system. That's the one. That we've talked about before. Okay, cool. So what are some good options? Because as you were saying before, you're right. It's like, if I was to my top three favorite ones inside the gym, or even outside the gym, like if I was going to work on cardiovascular health, I'm thinking maybe some type of bike, um, using my feet there. I'm running. Yeah. That's some type of feet there. Uh, what do we got? We got the assault bike. That's yeah. feet and arms, I guess. Mm-hmm. Rowing machine. That's a dead set of heaps of arms. Um, even if we're using what, like a ski erg or something along those lines. It's kind of, everything yeah. kind of involves legs in some way, doesn't it? Exactly. So we've got to make some amendments or find some, some difficulties. Now, for, for those of you who are maybe um, long-term lower limb restriction, so you know whether you, you're in a wheelchair or you have some sort of other injury or disability that is preventing you from long-term using those legs, then hand bikes. Now, you, you get... Obviously that number four. 100% to a hand bike, sit in it, um, same as a road bike, um, you can go out on the roads, but you also get a gym-based hand bike as well, which is an awesome little machine. You just it, take a seat on it and just pump the hands around. Uh, most of the ones I've seen have got a seat which is either movable or detachable, so you, if you're not wheelchair-bound but you can't stay on your feet for a long uh, period of time, you've got the seat there. If you're wheelchair-bound, that seat moves out of the way, you can wheel your uh, wheelchair in. And it's two handles on again uh, on crank arms, just like a bike. So instead of having the pedals at your feet, you've got the pedals at your hand. Yeah. And they are phenomenal. Absolutely. They're, they're tough gig. Fatiguing as well. They're, I mean, look, and look, if you don't have one of those as well, you could probably just get a bike, mm-hmm. take a seat next to a bike or something, and just pedal with your hands. Well, on it's that. funny you said that. Who was it? Do you follow the. Who's the, the guy who calls him the, the, the rugby. Strength coach, what's his name again? Oh, um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I think he's in the USA now, working for a university doing NFL. But um, I'm pretty sure it's him. He was showing me a lot of conditioning. Wait, is he actually? Well, he wasn't showing me. Yeah. You know, what's his name? That guy. Kia. Kia, is it? That's yeah. it. That, that guy. Bike. That guy. So I'm pretty sure it was him. He shared a conditioning session with one of his rugby players and part of it, this is a guy just come back from, I think it was an ACL or an ankle operation. And part of it was that this guy was sat feet apart with a the spin bike in front of him and he held on to the spin bike pedal. So he sat on the floor, held onto the, the pedals of the spin bike and he gets the bike going with his arms rather than his legs from the floor so again it, it's if you don't have access to a hand bike system there there is a, another option for you there so it's just making modifications to what you have uh, access to yeah exactly I think another one that we probably haven't touched on actually is swimming oh yeah you know? and that's like probably you know one of the one of the better ones that you can do as well oh, absolutely don't need to use your feet too much you can kind of get like one of those um, the what floats. Are they called? float yeah uh, that you put between your thighs or something like that. That's it. If you're not squeezing cool them, you can just rope, yeah. rope it together and then you just kind of go swimming. Yeah. And that's probably like a really good one, non-weight bearing um, at all. So, I mean, really good cardiovascular health yeah. swimming. And similar to that, you know, well, not similar to that, but similar movement patterns is that ski erg you mentioned, like normally we'll be on our feet, but you can you can pull a bench up, you can pull a wheelchair up to that and you can you can do that ski erg. And just keep those arms moving. Yeah, well. from a from a seated position. Again you think about, you know, you have got your, your breaststroke, your butterfly, you can do those same kind of movements with a, a, a ski erg. Yeah, battle ropes as well. I mean that's super oh. taxing, it's usually with your arms anyway, so don't neglect that. 
um, you know, that type of continuous rope pull, kind oh. of wrap that like a, maybe around like a sled or something like that, and you just kind of like just pulling that. All right, pair that up with something, you're laughing. 100%. You can do sled pulls as well. Again, it, it'll depend on one, whether you've got assistance, because obviously you've got to get the sled down to the side. But if it's convenient enough for you to sit down, pull the sled towards you, unclip the rope, and go to clip it onto the other side of the sled, and then take a seat at the far side, or again, move a wheelchair down to the far side, you can do an actual sled pull, no problem at all. Yeah, exactly. So I think basically, like, you just kind of have to get creative, you know? There's no real you know, excuse not to be kind of training. I mean, like, look, I can speak in personal experience. I cooked my foot a couple of weeks ago and I, be- I barely even trained myself just because I'm just like, oh, you know, I've got to write up a new program, just get creative with it type thing. Yeah. So I just haven't put much brain power into it. But yeah, I mean, you just got to get creative, you know? You got to just find new little ways to kind of get around certain things. But there's never really a good excuse to, well, I mean, there's probably are some good excuses, but... You know, just because we have an injury, it doesn't necessarily mean we need to stop coming to the gym, you know? In I, fact, I think so. you shouldn't because A, if we got an injury and we just stop everything we're doing, we're going to lose a bunch of progress yeah. that we've already made. You know, we're going to lose a bunch of, um, uh, any, we're just going to lose, yeah, a bunch of progress that we've already made. <laughs> oh, we were going to think of another suspense one. or something, some yeah, genius I don't know bit what, of I, I, lost, I lost my train of thought yeah. there for a second. Yeah, but you, we, we're going to lose all that progress. We're going to lose muscle mass. We're going yeah. to lose our cardiovascular fitness. We're exactly. going to, our body composition is going to change. Our health, our energy systems are, are, are going to change as 100%. well. 100%. You're just going to be sitting on the couch and you're just going to kind of be yeah. going back to the way you were and you're just thinking, oh, well, it was me, you know? And that's not good for mental health, oh, especially totally. as well. So, I mean, yeah, injuries will happen and they always happen. However, we need to do the, um, do the best we can to kind of like manage um, different ways to get around it. And I mean, like, yeah, that's happened all the time. I've had clients come through with busted ankles, busted shoulders, um, you know, I busted did, knees. You yeah, just I did an interview work with your way back one up. of my clients, um, Bernie. She's, she's absolutely fantastic. And we, we did it for Women's Week, yeah, just, just um, getting some good stories for some good, strong, um, you know, women who've got, you know, who should be role models for everyone else. Bernie has had two kids, a career, played sport all her life, had how many operations on her knee? I think it was five. She's had Jeez. operations on both her wrists for carpal tunnel. She oh. survived breast cancer. Oh, yeah. She's been active all the way through this, yeah? So, and it, it's just absolutely phenomenal. So she's done husband, kids, had the family, had the career, had the sporting career. She's represented Victoria and Australia in cricket, I think it was. She's still doing outrigging, yeah. even after all that. There you go. There's another great. There's another great kayaking. There you go. Kayaking. Perfect. Outrigging. So it's all the body. Kayaking type thing. So you know, throughout all that, she has still managed. And again, that's lower limb injury. She had knee replacements on both sides, and she's still going strong today. She's she's been on the rower. She's been on the 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 cross trainer. She's been doing weights. Yeah. She just nothing. Because it is at the end of the day, the research says that for good longevity, we need to keep active. Yeah. especially with resistance training and strength training especially you know because that's going to keep your limbs uh, strong healthy and it's going to stop you from um, you know that atrophizing that breakdown as well like you know I hear it all the time you get kind of like people coming through and they say oh I'm getting sore because I'm older it's like no you're just not managing your body that well no, that's okay? right. maybe we need to be doing right things 
And I think there is a bit of a bad stigma sometimes about a heavy weight training and stuff like that. But you know, you shouldn't probably be doing heavy weights all the time. You no. should be kind of having a mix between both. But also, if you are going to be doing heavy weights, you need to make sure you're doing it right as well. That's right. That's why we're here. We're here to help help with that. Make sure it's getting done properly. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, well, exactly right. And I mean, the last thing probably I'll say on this as well, there's also been re- lots of research that's come out lately uh, called kind of like um, the contralateral effect or okay. cross, um, cross training. Oh, yeah. And it's if we do have an injured limb mm-hmm. okay but we're still able to train the other side of our body there's yep. actually some type of cross training effect mm-hmm. where we actually somehow some of the strength that we train on one arm goes into the other as well or yep. we limit the amount of um uh strength that we're going to be losing on our injured limb by training our other limb and there's plenty of um research that suggests that's happened um, so if you want to have a go look at that, I think it's called the contralateral effect or cross training effect. Um, but yeah, it's like you've got one limb, one limb buggered, train the other limb, you're still going to have strength gains on the other limb, even though you're not training it. That's it, until you can. So that's perfect. Until you can. So that's a good way to do it as well. Yeah. But yeah. All right. That's that's us guys so again if you if you've got any questions on that just just send us dm if you if you've got uh, you know maybe if you if you're struggling for access to a gym or accessing to certain equipment that's that's the question we we love a challenge so we're, we're more than happy to help out um you can get a hold of me at mac.pt.fitness on instagram you get a hold of matty at mr underscore performax science also known as mr underscore Performax Science. And I sense from Matt Rutzo. But yeah. And guys, if you are listening and you're, um, uh, I know, liking what's being said or you want some more topics coming through, uh, feel free to flick them through as well if you want some topics that we want to touch on because, you know, we got a ton of topics but we don't know who wants to listen, what we want to listen to. So yeah. if there's something out there that you've been wanting to hear and you're a little bit unsure about it, feel we'll free to let them through to as well. Yeah, and if you could even go through and leave leave maybe a review as well. Yeah, we've never asked well. anyone for a review on wherever you get your podcast from. Leave us a review. We'd, we'd love to hear that feedback. Chuck us one of them. Even if it's negative feedback, throw it in there. But we, res- we respond well to positive <laughs> feedback. But no, of course. <laughs> um, whatever you got, leave a review on there. Let us know how we're going, um, tracking, and uh, we'll get back to you with the topic, and we'll be here with a new podcast next week. Yes, we will. So... See you next week, Matty. Beautiful. See See you you next week, Matty. See you next week as well. Bye.